This is a bonus episode, A Cuban Doctor's Diagnosis. So is Havana syndrome real? I don't think it is. Mitchell Valdez Sosa is a U.S.-born doctor from Chicago, the son of Cuban parents, who is today director of the Cuban Center for Neuroscience. And during our trip, Cuban officials very much wanted me to talk to him. When the first reports of strange sounds and debilitating aftereffects first surfaced among U.S. diplomats and spies in Cuba in 2017, Valdez Sosa was asked by the Cuban government to lead a team to investigate what was happening. When my producer Mark Seaman and I caught up with him in his Havana office, he explained how he and his Cuban colleagues quickly reached a conclusion about U.S. government claims that the health ailments being reported by U.S. personnel were the result of targeted attacks from some sort of secret microwave or energy weapon. The story, he insisted to us, didn't make any sense. So if several scientists have agreed that there's no known source of energy that could behave as it would describe this happening, you know, that you could focus one person at a distance, it would go through walls, it would be able to focus on one, one person only. And in your view, the probability that these ailments have been caused by some sort of directed energy weapon is it's very what? low. It's almost impossible. The other thing is, how could you place a weapon of this source, you know, of this sort, which would have to have an antenna of a certain size, right? And the idea that you could be moving around Havana, this kind of antenna, with nobody noticing it, is impossible. Because remember, there were incidents reported in two hotels, densely populated hotels. This was pre-COVID. They were full of tourists. Then the homes of people and neighborhoods. And so moving something of this size around is practically impossible. What size are we talking about? We're talking about several meters. Several meters. Doesn't sound that big. Well, but it, you need an energy source. And you need to place it inside of, uh, of something that would move it around. For example, the same time that the, some of these cases were being reported in Hotel Nacional, Hotel Nacional was full of uh, tourists. In fact, there was a, a symposia being held between... U.S. scientists, uh, European scientists, and Cuban scientists it, try to imagine in a hotel with employees coming in and out, guests coming in and out, if it would be possible to position, you know, an antenna inside the hotel at a certain distance from the hotel rooms, which were not on the ground floor. They were uh, several floors up and nobody noticed nothing and nobody suspected anything. So there's the plausibility of this, you know, from the point of view of uh, it's going undetected. And there's been no evidence, no evidence from any intelligence agency, from any police agency of anything of the sort. So Cuba, from the first moment, decided open door policy. There's nothing to hide here. If there is something, let's find it. And they opened the doors to the U.S. investigators. That had not happened, I think, during all the years of the revolution. And uh, the Cuban police started searching for this. And I remember when our group started working, they were very concerned that it could be true. They started searching and searching and searching. They found no evidence. Isn't the theory, the, the predominant theory, that this was uh, a Russian weapon conducted by Russians? Couldn't they have done it without consulting with the, the Cubans? <sighs> yeah, I mean, anything you say about the Russians, people believe now, right? But from what you've seen in the recent months, 
the kind of things they do, I think, are less subtle. He's referring there to the multiple problems the Russian military has faced in its brutal invasion of Ukraine, where, by the way, there have been no reports about the use of any microwave weapons. Just on the Russia point, one thing that's kind of leapt out at me, you were talking all the places where these sorts of attacks have been alleged or reported. I haven't heard about any in Ukraine. Exactly. Yeah. What does that tell you? Uh, that the weapon doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> because? I think, I mean, if you have a weapon and you have enemies, you use it against your enemies. So the version now is that it's some mysterious Russians that came in, nobody noticed them, they brought their equipment, they attacked and they left. That's absurd. But well, that's the version. Valdez Sosa says his team worked with Cuban police to track down cases of suspected attacks and time and again came up with alternative explanations for what had happened. For example, one case, I can't remember if it was the Canadian or the U.S. authorities, they went with the Cuban police to hear reports of sound in one home. And it turned out to be a, a motor from a nearby neighbor that was uh, an Indian diplomat, I think. And another person complained of a van that was passing nearby. And this van was tracked down and, and it belonged to a Protestant church. It was, uh, you know, some very normal people. And it was a pastor with his van and lived nearby. So every time Cuba tried to follow up any lead, it led to zero, to nothing. But you know what some people might say in the United States. You're a Cuban scientist, you work with the government, you can only say what the government uh, allows you to say, and so of course you're going to dismiss this because it reflects poorly on Cuba. Uh, I would answer that I'm willing to discuss this openly, and I'm not trying to impose, uh, you know, to, to, to force a conclusion. Let's look at the evidence. Everything I've said is an analysis of data, of what data is available, mm -hmm. is analysis of logical possibilities. And uh, I mean, that would be an attempt to cancel me because I live in Cuba. And what I'm saying is, each of the arguments I've laid out, let's look at them. And if I'm shown they're wrong, I'm willing to change my, my criterion. I'm, I'm willing yeah. to change my, my opinion. But for now, Valdez Sosa's opinion is clear. The story has different pieces, that there's a, a new syndrome, that there's brain damage, that some sort of energy source caused this, that was a, a deliberate attack. You take each of these pieces of the story, right? The one that's uh, gained a lot of traction in the media, right? Because it's a very spectacular. You look at each of the pieces of the story, there's no evidence for any of it. So you think not it's a, a Not, a, not a, a drop of real evidence. So you think it's a myth? I think it's a myth. I, I mean, I think that... What's a myth is the whole explanation, the whole story. There are people that are ill. There are people that not, do not feel well. Mm -hmm. There are people that maybe have gotten worse, their symptoms have gotten worse, as soon as they started believing that they were, uh, you know, they were attacked by a mysterious weapon that nobody knew nothing about. If you're told by authorities, right, by your government, by some doctors, oh, you have brain damage and you have brain damage because of a very mysterious weapon, you get very worried. You get tremendously worried. And if you have any symptoms, it'll, it'll blow up. 
And then Valdez Sosa offered up his own diagnosis for what's behind Havana syndrome, using a medical term I hadn't heard before. So I think there's been what's called yetrohenic damage. What? Yetrohenic. This is when the medical establishment, some part of the medical establishment, harms the patient with the information they give them, right? And this, this happens if you misdiagnose somebody, that person can become anxious, right? And can become worried. And I think that the whole explanation has not helped, that this whole explanation that does not have any basis on real facts has done more harm than good. What's the word? Yetrohenic. I, I never heard that before, but... Uh, I'm... Oh, well, it's something, I studied medicine, and something yes. that we were, uh, that was drilled into us. Be careful what you tell your patients, because you can harm them if you alarm them, you know, if you, if you give them a misdiagnosis. 